Welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. Daniel, are you uh, are you frozen in a tundra, in a sheet of ice that is that is three inches thick? Are you okay down there? No, it was 61 degrees in Nashville today. It did oh. snow on... Uh, <laughs> did snow late last week. Um, I think it moved south, maybe got into Georgia over the weekend. Uh, but it's gone. Yeah, okay. it's gone. Long gone. Huh. Well, Long uh, gone. Incited I, a huge panic. Uh, yeah. Stores, um, shelves, groceries, gone. Snow pretty much melted in uh, South Dakota as well there. Um, Were you guys I in mean, the 60s today? I mean, the, by... By the top layer of snow, the top layer of snow melted, then and just mm. just exposed the ice that's underneath that that's been sitting okay. in my driveway, uh, about four to five inches. So it's great. Um, if if you want to know how to incite a panic, yeah, okay. In a fifty-plus-year-old Southern woman, I, you say the phrase "black ice," and that and they're 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 down for the count. It's, it's like done. that is it the is Cadillac Deville does not stand <laughs> no. a chance. It will not leave the carport if if there is even a rumor of black ice on the road. Uh, Cannot be handled. Hey, we're glad you guys are here on Locked On Bulldogs and Locked On Podcast Network. Daniel and I, uh, as you can tell, don't take ourselves uh, all that. I mean, I want to say serious. We take ourselves seriously, but uh, oh, I'm dead serious. Dead serious. serious is a heart attack. Serious is a heart attack. As it becomes, as it pertains to and comes to fandom, we're the best fans you know. That's correct. Um, this podcast is a place for fans, by fans. We talk about stuff that fans do. We're not any sort of experts or gurus. That's not what we try to be. Um, but we assume that you're a Georgia fan as well. We would love for you to join in the conversation uh, with us. As we always say, you can email us at LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at Dogs Podcast. We would love to engage with you and interact with you. If you have questions, feedback, thoughts, comments, opinions, um, we would love to hear any of that. If um, if you would like to tell us your best black eye story, like we'd love to hear, sure. love to hear all about it. Um, uh, we really appreciate you being here. Really appreciate you listening. If you download the podcast, we appreciate that. If you subscribe to the podcast, we appreciate that. Uh, those of you that left us a five star rating and review, we obviously appreciate those. Uh, they help out the podcast a tremendous amount. Help other people to find them. So, uh, if you like the show and you want to do that. You totally should. Um, uh, hit up that cat subscription if you're a real fan of the show. And um, uh, we got a lot to talk about this week. We got a full week of shows. We're going to be here every day, Monday through Friday. Today, going to do something a little bit different. Um, uh, Sunday night, Oscars night. Hey, uh, so we're going to do a, we're going to do a bit of an Oscars themed show today. Going a little, going a little outside of our comfort zone. Clint, on a scale of one to ten, tell the good people how much you care about the Oscars. Uh, actually, this is, I, I care a great deal. I kind of like movies. You're I, all in. You're I'm all in all on the Oscars. In that was I'm a serious question. That was I, not a. That was okay. not a setup for you to. I legitimately wanted to know. Yeah. No. I. Uh, I'm the here. Uh, wow. Embarrassing fact. Uh, I'm the guy, you ever see that loner in the movie theater at like the matinee mm. during lunch break? Flying like, solo. What is this guy doing? And you're mocking him mm. relentlessly. Middle-aged dude in the movie theater by himself. That's a great, that's, that's a great the look I'm going for. 
always makes you feel great. Really comfortable, really (laughs) safe in there. Just lone wolf over in the corner, double fist and popcorn. (laughs) No, no popcorn. Uh, uh, Juju. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Stop, 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 stop. I'm sorry. Stop, stop. Uh You go to the movie, you go to the movie theater. Correct. You pay for a ticket. Oh, yeah. And then you don't get popcorn. This is factually correct. Why did you go in the first place? I don't understand. Like it's what you're saying to me. What you're saying to me makes absolutely no sense. Well, I understand that it's not the primary reason that you go, but that's like saying I went to the baseball game and I didn't get peanuts or nacho like i just well i ate a turkey sandwich before i came so i'm feeling fine like i didn't look daniel there was no there was no way i can get the craft cheese on top of the popcorn as i came (laughs) in the theater so i'm not gonna do that that's that's insane but you're but you do appreciate the oscars yeah you're really excited for the oscars so so when you could not care less about the oscars yeah i could not care i'm the exact opposite well, when Daniel came up with this idea, let's let's give credit where credit is due. When Daniel came up with this idea, it was beautiful and gorgeous, and I said yes because it was Oscar-themed. We're going to go down the list. Based upon uh, next year's team, we have some categories that we're each going to ask each other. We're going to go back and forth answering them, uh, and we're going to see we're going to see what making you some, think. Making some predictions of sorts. These are we'll call no. these nominations. Okay. For next year's team, these are not. But these are just the people that we're nominating for each of these categories on the 2020 UGA football team. All right. So we're going to start at the top. We're going to start with best actor. This is pretty self-explainable, pretty self-explained. What? Explainable? One more time. Explainable? You said. said Pretty self-explanatory? There it is. There you go. I think I found the word. Proud of you. God, guys, it's been a long day. (laughs) It's been a real long day. Um, can we just replay the segment at the beginning where we say we're not professionals? So that, like, Let's. We I, it is well noted. Best actor. This is. We, let's do a quick one for the offense and the defense. This is okay. essentially an MVP type category. The best performer on each side of the ball for the 2020 season. Clint, who is your nomination? 2020 season on the offensive side of the ball. Um, I'm not going to nominate Jamie Newman. I'm not going to nominate. Zamir White. I'm going to go with the easiest pickings that there is. Jorge. Jorge. Jorge Pickens. Jorge Pickens. I like it. I like it. Um, I'm going to, I think it's an obvious choice. I think I could also, I could follow it up with another obvious choice. But since you gave an obvious choice, I think I'm going to fly a little bit under the radar here, Clint. Give it to me. I think I'm going to say best actor has a chance at the end of the year next year to when we look at each other say this might be the best football player on the offensive side of the ball oh my and that is jamari sawyer on the offensive line i love it i think we are due for a breakout campaign needless to say from jamari sawyer i think he might be the anchor Early in the year, I think he might be the guy that you look at who is who has got some bad intentions, who is getting the mm-hmm. job done on offensive line. Uh, I think he he's my nomination for best for best actor. Let's say defensive side of the ball, Clint. Who are you going to nominate? Who are you going to throw up there? Boy, are there a lot to choose from on this I, side? Of the ball. I mean, Daniel, who, where, I, is? Quick question: Is there a wrong choice? There's. 
I mean, probably, but you have to go deep. You have to go deep on the depth chart before I would, before I would scoff. I would straight up scoff at a choice. It, it would have to be at least 12, 13, 14 names down in the depth chart. Okay. Uh, now, this name that I'm going with, uh, really for me, it comes down to three candidates, and those three candidates are the ones who have the most PT and the most snaps every single time. So we know Kirby likes doing that hockey line with the defensive line and going in and out. There are three people that won't leave the field, uh, as we suspect so far. Monty Rice, N'Kobe Dean, and then Richard LeCount. Uh, and then okay. corners and kind of move that around. I, I get that. Uh, but for me, the most important player uh, is going to be one Nicobe Dean on defense, Daniel. I am mm-hmm. all in the training of Nicobe Dean. He mm-hmm. is going to be flying around uh, at a premium position, both in coverage and tackling. It's Nicobe Dean. I said on, on, last week's, on last week's show, I can't remember if it was Thursdays or Friday's show. They all run together. They're all the same. I said on a, on a show last week, look out Jordan Davis because mm-hmm. somebody might be coming for your job. I'm nominating Jordan Davis for best actor on the defensive <laughs> side of the ball. Daniel, I would, I would uh, expect nothing else than this. I think, listen, you call it a flip-flop. You call it whatever you want. Jordan Davis is a man. He is a grown man. And he is not the flashiest player. But when you look at what makes the defense go, I think year three, Jordan Davis, um, he's got a lot to give. Like he has got, uh, this is a guy that, uh, that frees up space for other players. He eats up holes. He makes tackles. Um, he's going to get a couple sacks this year. Jordan Davis, that's, he's my nomination. Best actor on the defensive side of the ball. All right, we're going to come right back. And we got a bunch more categories, including up next, best supporting actor. Daniel, best supporting actor, what does this mean to you? This is this is a player who's not going to be the MVP of their offensive or defensive side of the ball. This is a, a more under the radar type player. Okay. Okay. That's still well known. Could be a starter. Okay. Could be a great player. But uh, but a player who's Who's not going to be in the spotlight all the time, but that you really you couldn't make the movie without him. Mm. You know, the defense wouldn't be the same, the offense wouldn't be the same without him. Who who do you like as best supporting actor? We'll start this time on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, defensive side of the ball. This is for me. Uh, it's another position uh, that we need somebody coming downhill, hitting. Maybe not in every single time. And Daniel, I saw him flash, and I think he could, in spurts, be electric. And that's that's Mr. Webb on that star position. Mark back. Webb. Mark Webb. Uh, under the radar, not going to be the leading candidate, not going to be. Kudos to you, Mark uh, Webb. But Mark Webb, I think, plays an integral part in making sure this defense ticks next year. I like those seniors. I like when you, I like when mm-hmm. you, when you throw out those seniors. I'm going to go with a sophomore. Um. His name's not Nicobe Dean. His name's not Trayvon Walker. His name's not Nolan Smith. Those are all candidates for best actor okay. on the defensive side of the ball. I'm going to hit you with a Tyreek Stevenson, though, Ew. Clint. I think sim- same position. I mean, maybe. He played a little bit of star yeah. last year. We think we think Tyreek Stevenson can also play corner or play on the outside. Um, 
I think you're going to be seeing more and more of him. I think he's one of those guys that you heard last year. It's hard to keep him off the field because he's too talented. Um, I think by the end of this year, Tyreek Stevenson is going to be looked at as one of the better players on this defense, even in a supporting lesser-known role this year. So that's who I'm going with. Uh, Offensive side of the ball, Clint. Who are you going to go with here? Man. Gosh, Daniel. Can I just say everyone not named Jorge because... I, do you have a definitive way of knowing absolutely what's going to what's going to play out for this offense? Right now I'm I'm at a loss. Um but it's a guy that I've been banging the drum on and I think uh even if you want to say, you know, this guy could be Brian Harrion 2.0. Great. Brian Harrion when he was injured, we we lost an incredible amount of him on the offense and that's Mac. That's absolutely right. So Kenny McIntosh. Kenny McIntosh coming in, being a supporting role. Fine, if Zeus appears to be the clear number one, great. M- more power to you. I'm not mad. I'm happy if that's the case. And if Kenny is second fiddle, great. Brian Harrion made himself, carved himself out a little, not a little, a large role in the offense. Got himself uh, to a senior bowl and to the combine. Uh, Kenny McIntosh is the best supporting actor. You know, I actually, I actually went, I went a few different ways here. Um, I think to be true, to be true to the the spirit of the category, okay, it becomes difficult to name players because on the offensive side of the ball, you know, with the exception of. Um, Freshman wide receivers. <laughs> you pretty much know who's going to be playing. You know, backup tight end, like second, or you know, I guess like you assume the transfer kid, McKitty, and the freshman are going to be playing at tight end. Like you assume Jorge and Dominic Blaylock, Jamie Newman, Zamir White, and the running backs. Like you kind of know. Who's going to be in there? And so it's hard to name a, a person in a supporting role. I'm not going to go with a second offensive lineman. I already gave one as my best actor on the offensive side of the ball. I think I'm going to go with a person who is the best player, who is clearly not the best player at their position group. The yeah. most talented second best player at a position group, and that is Dominic Blaylock, without any question mm. whatsoever. And so... Mm. To be true to the category, Dominic Blaylock is truly in a supporting role in the sense that he is not the alpha wide receiver, but he has all the skills. Let's just say, if you were casting a movie, you wouldn't be mad if he were your alpha, if he were your lead actor. Not a chance. It just so happens we have somebody even better. Daniel, uh, now we're going we're gonna to turn our attention. We're going to go to the directing Okay, uh, and the best director. Now, this is this is if this was just best directing, it'd be the easiest category in the world. You'd say Kirby Smart, and you'd move on. Sure. Uh, so we're going to add the the caveat of assistant coaches to this. Okay. All right. So, best director, assistant coach. Who's your guy? Well, the easy money, the hopeful money. The true Georgia fan in me mm. has to say Todd Munkin. I'm contractually obligated mm-hmm. to believe that Todd Munkin's going to fix everything that's wrong with Georgia. Correct. Because that's what 
the people have told me to believe, and I am a sucker, aka a Georgia fan, mm -hmm. and I will just believe all the sunshine and rainbows that whatever the Georgia Sports Information Department wants to shoot my direction. Mm -hmm. And so that's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to take Todd Munkin because um, am I skeptical? Yes. But, you know, I'm having a conversation with my wife last night. As we're watching the basketball game, let's not let's never speak of it again. And that's that's it for the recap. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it for the recap, folks. Um, as I'm watching the basketball game, my wife's asking me about the uh, football team. I'm telling her about Jamie Newman, and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I'm and I said to her, but you know what? It, it honestly doesn't really matter who's playing quarterback. The real news in the offseason is that there's a new offensive coordinator. And the yeah. more I'm talking about this new offensive coordinator, the more I find myself starting to get a little, starting to get a, the heart's beating a little quicker. Clint, mm -hmm. there's just a lot of feelings that are happening, and I just can't help but get excited about hopefully a new director who's got a new script who is going to call something other than. The same old, same old that we're so used to seeing. So I'm going. I'm going Todd Munkin. I'm taking the low hanging fruit. Okay, you take the low hanging fruit. I'm going to not ride your coattails and say Todd Munkin, but I'm also going to say the number one thing we couldn't stand last year was the lack of an explosive passing game that was effective. Todd hopefully comes in and fixes that. But Daniel, he's not going to do it alone. Uh, did you know? Newly, I don't know if this is newly titled or whatnot, uh, but I think maybe goes on my radar. Cortez Hankin is the passing game coordinator for wide receivers. Okay. Saw that, right? You saw that? Okay, mm -hmm. I saw that too. Um, Georgia fan, if you think Todd Munkin can can go to every position group and make sure everybody's on their same page with Jamie Newman, uh, he he can't do that. He's going to entrust the wide receivers to get the scheme to accelerate, to get going. And, and Cortez, I'm looking at you, brother. If we have success, a lot of it goes to Todd, but we all know he's not going to do it alone. Uh, get to work. I'm nominating you. Really thought you were going to go Matt Luke there. That was I, sort of the obvious. I, I, it was tempting. It was very Georgia tempting, fans love them some Matt Luke. He's going to keep doing so. what he's going to do. All right, we got two more categories, and we're going to get to them right about now. All right, those Clint, two, two categories. This, this next to last category, the penultimate category on our list, best makeup. Now, at first, I did not know what we were going to be talking about here. I thought maybe like this was going to be about an offensive lineman turned defensive lineman turned back offensive lineman's hair, like yeah. hair dye. Yeah. I, I thought maybe... We That's what we were going to be talking love about. Of Notori Johnson. It's well documented. Well, I, I may or may not have stuck my neck out there for you, Notori. It said you were going to get some snaps, and well, still wait, still, still waiting on that. Still wait. Um, but best makeup. By this we mean who made up for a, who will make up for a disappointing year in 2019. With a bounce back year in 2020. You see what we did there? The uh -huh. word makeup Come on. has two meanings. Come on. The Oscar category is one of the meanings. We're using the other meaning. So this is sort of like a comeback player of the year there situation. Only not coming back from an injury, coming back from being bad at football to yes. now be better at football. 
Who you got nominated in this category, Clint? Uh, I'm going to go to the offensive side of the ball because if you thought I was going to talk about a single defensive player on a disappointing year last year, you are sadly, sorely mistaken. I honestly thought you were going to talk about Richard LeCount, to be to be totally honest. I thought you were going to go back to the well. Richard, Richard, you proved to me something last year, and I'm, I'm back on your train. Again, get the black bat back on your shoulder. Let's go to work. Uh, no, Daniel, I have two nominations, and I think I'm going to go with just the easiest choice that I could find. Okay. Had okay. abysmal year after an abysmal previous year. Okay. And all of a sudden Charlie, a, Charlie Warner is no longer on the team. Do you know that? <laughs> I mean, he didn't deserve that. Okay, he well, did maybe. it. No, he's a damn good dog, and he's I don't. I, I I repent, Charlie. There I'm sorry go. about that. It's I'm okay. sorry about that. Uh, let me get the confessional booth out. We'll after the the audio closes, we'll get going. Uh, yeah. No, for me, this is D Rob, Daniel. Mm, D Rob. Holy moly. Okay. Lo- high expectation. Five star. Went to Cali. Came back home, hasn't done anything besides two fly sweeps in two years, just dropping balls left and right. But if you're telling me I get a new offensive makeover, and if you're telling me Todd Munkin can take kids from Okie State and make them in first-round draft selections when they have no business doing so, D-Rob can fly. And I think Todd does something with him. He has a bounce-back comeback year where he contributes, which would be fantastic compared to what he has been doing. Uh, taking up a roster spot that's, that's what exactly he has been doing, been doing I guess I don't yeah if we get a contribution out of um, man you you may have just stole my answer for the last category yeah. but <laughs> alas I've got I've got I've got more locked and loaded I'm gonna go best makeup um, thought about a couple th- thought about a couple people here bounce back season I was going to go Cade Mays' dad's finger, but I, mm. I opted not to. I don't think he's I don't think it's making a comeback, to be honest with you. I think it's I think it's pretty much down for the count. I am going to go to the defensive side of the ball though, Clint. Okay. I am going to go with a player who had a bit of a disappointing season and uh it was at least in part due to some injury. So this is a bounce back season in in more ways than one. I'm going to go with uh, Tyson Campbell, oh, Clint, um, uh, another five-star kid coming in, very highly touted. Got thrown to the wolves early as a true freshman and um, struggled. Can we say that? Can we, we say can struggle? S- we can say that. Um, uh, sophomore year looked to have some things righted, and then dealt with a lot of injuries last year. Couldn't seem to stay on the field. The turf toe was um, was nagging, to say the least. Mm-hmm. I really believe that under the tutelage of Charlton and Kirby Smart, I really believe that you are going to see the best of uh, this kid, Tyson Campbell, in the 2020 season. I think you are going to see what all those stars were all about. I think you are going to, um, I think you're going to fall in love all over again as a Georgia fan with this kid, Tyson Campbell, uh, and I expect him to any sort of disappointment, disappointment that in how he played, or disappointment that he wasn't on the field. I think both of those will be remedied in the 2020 season. I expect big things from him. 
I like it a great deal. Daniel, last category. Uh, and for those of you who aren't movie buffs, Oscar buffs, we're going to go best key grip. Now, what key grip? This is normally happens on the Oscars when no one's watching. Like in yeah. the, this is like the afternoon, like when you when you yeah. get ushered in as they're setting yeah. up the actual room. You're in the back mm-hmm. room, like yeah. it's daytime. All of a sudden, no red carpets out. Uh, best key grip, which means Daniel, the most underrated player who no one really thinks will make a difference. But you know what? He's going to shock us and contribute. Best underrated player, best key grip, Daniel. Who who you nominated? Well. I wasn't going to go abs totally under the radar. I was going to go D-Rob, but um, you, you stole my thunder there. I do think there's a chance, at least, hmm. that D-Rob could emerge from the ashes and at least make a contribution uh, here. But I'm going to go... This is... I'm doing a dance right now in my head, mentally. I'm going right. to go with a wide receiver... And the debate that is raging in my head is between two players that if I said their names out loud, you would laugh don't, don't because of the because of the irony <laughs> of the two names that I'm debating between. And I I honestly can't figure out which one I think is going to actually emerge and play. so I'm gonna give out both of them. I'm gonna say that the best key grip, the most underrated came out of nowhere player on this next year's team is either Matt Landers or Tommy Bush. I can't believe this is this is gross. This is this isn't right. I'm going I'm going right back to the well. If you don't like it, find another podcast. I don't care. Like this is this is I am who you thought I was, Clint. I hate Matt Landers with every fiber of my being. I hate him with the fury of a thousand suns. Yes. Yes and amen. But there's a chance he has a decent year this year. And if he doesn't, <sighs> there's a chance the guy that steps into that role is Tommy Bush. And you are one bowl game touchdown away from winning a bet that you inevitably lost. Mm-hmm. But there's a chance that Tommy Bush appears out of nowhere and, and, and carries us. Who are you going with? for the underrated, nobody-thinks-about-him player that actually makes a huge difference. Uh, a couple of years ago, two years ago, um, during recruiting class, we got a haul of a wide receiver, 6'2", 210, highly touted, has a good pedigree in his system, Daniel. And it's not, it's not Landers or Bush. I'm not, I'm not as thick-headed to have uttered those mm-hmm. names in well, anything that is beneficial. I'm not... I'm not trying to get discredited and called a, a hack. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. You think you think you've been credited? Is that what you think? <laughs> Let me. <laughs> is that is that what you're going hey, with? Hey, lots of people. Lots of people have told me they like my my stuff. Oh uh, really? Yeah. Uh, Daniel, wide receiver group is a grab bag, like you said, outside of Jorge. Who who knows? You got a new offensive system coming in. Who knows who is going to fit? Uh, truly and honestly, who knows who's going to gel with it? And Micaiah Tung, Daniel, is a mm. good-looking recruit that's got some size to him, got some speeds, highly recruited coming out of high school. Georgia picked him up. I think he's been forgotten, and I think he has himself a good contribution year heading into next year uh, and may solidify himself above those two aforementioned 
wide receiver hacks, uh, I think Tung got a, got a good chance, Daniel. It could be. Man, that wide receiver group is a grab bag. Oh, gosh. I can't wait till we get to do a deep dive on that position group wide receiver and just I mean, look at I all see, the names. I, I called Tommy Bush and Matt Landers hacks, but you know what? That There is a chance, and, and a good chance, they may be the third and fourth wide receiver in this offense by year's end. Matt Landers is... Their Matt Landers is is quite possibly going to start week one. <laughs> I, I, I can't. That's, I that's can't. real life. I, I can't. I'm not saying he will. It's, we got the spring and we got fall camp and all that stuff, but just don't act like it's not. Don't act like he's not in there. Um, all right, we will be back tomorrow to talk about some position groups. We're going to go through, ask ourselves some co- some questions as they relate to the position groups. As we get further and further into the offseason, Georgia sucks at basketball. We will continue to talk about the basketball team and watch the basketball team. Just know that we hate it. We're Boy. suffering with you. Boy. Feeling a lot of feelings right now. Um, uh, we'll be back tomorrow talk more about that and lots of other stuff. See you guys then. See ya.